Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 29th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. This is part 69 of the overall series, and the title of today's message is No Weapon. No Weapon. No Weapon Formed Against You Shall Be Able to Prosper. I'm telling you, no weapon. Let's get into the word. So the foundational scripture for this series has been James 1, 2 through 4. The Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, you should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it develops inside of you the power to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows inside of you stronger, 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 it releases perfection or maturity into every area, every aspect of your life to the point where there's nothing missing and nothing lacking, nothing broken. You are mature. That's that's where you want to get to, right? Where you're not moved. You're not phased by anything. You are unbothered by all of this. Uh, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, because a lot of us are believing God for certain things. And Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says that everything is, listen, there's a time, there's a season for things. And everything is going to happen in your life at just the right time. And in Genesis 50, I'm, we've been studying the life of Joseph. So now we're at Genesis 50. And in Genesis 50, I'm going to read for you verses 15 through 21. The Bible says, after Jacob died, because we, we dealt with Jacob's funeral yesterday, and it was beautiful. I mean, the way that Jacob was honored, man, that was beautiful. I mean, you had Pharaoh and all the, I mean, the, they, they, they stored the body and they prepared the body. They mourned them nationally for 70 days. And then they had a seven day long funeral. It was beautiful. Anyway, after Jacob died, the Bible says Joseph's brothers were worried. And they were afraid that Joseph would still be mad at them for what they had done like 22 years earlier. And they said, well, maybe Joseph still hates us for what we did. So the brothers sent this message to Joseph. They said, listen, before our father died, he told us to give you a message. He said, tell Joseph that I beg him to please forget to forgive his brothers for the bad things that they did to him. Now, the Bible doesn't tell, the, tell us whether or not this is true or not, right? They might have been making this up. Uh, like, hey, daddy said before he died that you need to forgive us. And Joseph had already forgiven him. So he says, daddy says, so now Joseph, we beg you, please, come on now. Daddy said to forgive us. We're begging you to forgive us. And the Bible says that when Joseph got the message, it made him very sad. And he cried. When he got the because he was like, come on, man. Really, you don't believe me that I forgave you already? Like it, it made him sad. It was sad to him that although he had moved on, they had never moved on. His brothers went to him and they bowed down and they said, listen, daddy's de dead and we don't want you to hurt us. We will be your servants. We will be your servants as Joseph. And listen, this is how we, we do with God. That, let me just, this is not part of the message. I'm going to slide this in for free real quick. This is how we do with God. God already forgave us for something. And we come to God, oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please don't punish me. Please, I will be your servant. And God, it makes God sad that you don't accept his forgiveness. It makes God sad that you don't accept your position. 
Joseph was like, you guys are not my servants. You guys are my brothers. I'm not holding it against you, what you did to me. It made him sad. So Joseph said, listen, don't be afraid. I'm not God. I don't have the right to punish you. It's true. And here's the best line, one of the best lines in the Bible. It is true, though, that what you meant, what you planned for evil, you planned these things to hurt me, but God was planning good things. God turned it around for my good. God used me in Egypt to save the lives of millions of people. So don't be afraid. I'm going to take care of you and your children. And when he said this, then they felt better, finally, right? So he's like, listen, what you meant for evil... God turned it around for good. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to take care of you. Don't even worry about it. And that's how God does us. And then Isaiah 54 and 17, last scripture for today. The Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Look at me. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the saints of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So what does this mean to you? today. Now you're like, okay, Rick, you got past all the scriptures. What does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you in this morning. And these three things are good. And so I'm ready to release the word. I hope you're ready to receive it. Rid your heart, your heart, your mind of all distractions, lock in three things. Number one, here we go. God prepared for every attack against you. Everything that the enemy will bring against you, God already prepared for it. God knows everything. He knows your thoughts before you think them. He knows your words before you speak them. He knows your actions before you take them. He knows the end from the beginning. This means that he knew all the actions that Joseph would take and also all the actions that the others, other people would take against him. So everything for you, everything against you, God is already aware of it right? So not only is God aware of everything that you're going to do, he's also aware that of everything that other people will do both for you and against you. He's aware of it. God is never caught off guard. So this means that since God is never caught off guard, he already prepared. He already prepared for every attack against you, even if you were not prepared for it. So even if you were not prepared for an attack, even if you were not prepared for coronavirus, even if you were not prepared for your business to take a downturn, even if you were not prepared for your finances to be crazy in this season, even if you were not prepared, God was already prepared because God was not moved by it. Joseph was not prepared for the day that his brothers betrayed him and threw him into a pit. Joseph was not prepared for the day that he wakes up and he's a slave. Joseph was not prepared for the day that he had to walk in and get registered in the prison and he became a prisoner for a crime that he did not commit. Joseph was not even prepared for the day that he got promoted from prisoner to prime minister in one day and he woke up in jail and went to sleep in the palace. He was not prepared, but God was already prepared. And the fact that God was already prepared means that God was preparing Joseph for his success. He was prepared. God was prepared for every step along the way. So, so listen, God is not moved by what people do to you. He's not moved by it. He's not moved. He's already prepared. God is not moved by the economy. God is already prepared. And what God is doing now is that he is preparing you for what he already prepared for you. When, as you're led of the Holy Spirit, what happens is that God is preparing you for what he prepared. God already prepared for you. Everything that you need for your success is already stored up. God is now preparing you for what he already prepared for you. Say amen, amen to that. So when something happens to you that you're not ready for, don't freak out. Remind yourself that God was ready, even though you were not ready, and God lives inside of you. And since he was ready, even though you were not ready, then God is going to make you ready. Say amen. All right.
Number two. Number two, God can turn the enemy's attacks against you around for your good. God can turn it around for your good. Since God knew everything that would happen to Joseph, both good and bad, then God was able to make moves to take the moves that the enemy meant against Joseph and turn them around for Joseph's good. So God used the attacks of the enemy to actually propel Joseph into the fullness of his assignment. God actually used what the brothers did to propel Joseph into his destiny. So think of your life like a chessboard, right? And so your life is a chessboard. There is an enemy, there is opposition. And so you're making moves and the enemy is making moves. And every time the enemy makes a move on you, and he's trying to derail you from your destiny, God, who already knew what the enemy was going to do, <laughs> God already knew what the enemy was going to do. So it's, it's not a fair fight. God already knew what the enemy was going to do. So God was already prepared. So God is able now to just take, make moves. Watch this. Even though when you're like, oh snap, I wasn't ready for that move. God now is able to make moves, especially in this season that we're in, coronavirus, everything going on. God is able to make moves that will now take what the enemy did and turn it around for your good. And what the enemy meant for evil is actually going to work out for you. What is happening to you is actually happening for you. So understanding this point will help you to be patient, especially in this season. And Joseph, let me get a little bit personal here. And um, as far as a personal testimony, it's not my testimony, but it's something that I know, right? I personally know this person. So Joseph reminds me of one of my mentors, General Vi, General Dennis Vi. So General Vi um, started as a very humble man, very humble beginnings. And he wound up being the seventh, only the seventh at the time, seventh African-American promoted to four-star general in the United States Army. Not only that, but General Vi is the only signal officer. I'm a, I was a signal officer. The only signal officer, communications officer, to ever make four-star general in the 245-year history of the United States Army. So normally, a signal officer can only make three-star general or lieutenant general. That's the highest position that they can go. When General Vi was a lieutenant general, a three-star general, he was on the joint staff, a, a, a decision was made to dissolve his position on the joint staff. Now, those who know what was happening behind the scenes know that there was malice intent, that there, there was a, the underlying motivation to get rid of the position was an attack against the person, right? So this was, this was personal. And so this was an attack basically against General Vi to get rid of his position. It, this was what the, what the enemy meant for evil, right? And I personally, before this point, before he was a three-star, I personally knew of General Vi being attacked many times. And, and, and he reminded, you know, he's, he really blessed me a lot to just see somebody who always took the high road. Like Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high, right? General Vi always went high. When they went low, he went high. He never, every time people tried to do stuff against him, he always went high. He always took the high road. And, and sometimes I was like, wow, I can, I, like this guy, right? He's just taking the high road every time. And God blessed him for it. So watch this. When this thing happened, when this attack happened and they got rid of his position, then what the devil meant for evil, it backfired on him. So then he was moved. He got, uh, uh, that opened the door for him to go to Army Materiel Command as the deputy commander. And then when the commander retired, he wound up getting that position as the commander Army Materiel Command, which meant that he was the first signal officer ever in the history of ever in the Army to make four-star general. Now, this would have never happened if his position had not gone away. 
<laughs> See, what? and I'm sure that, that General Vodka say, like, Joseph, you meant it for evil, but God turned it around for my good. So listen, be encouraged. No attack from the enemy can stop you. No, their poison cannot stop your purpose. So God is still God. Just remind yourself of that so you can be patient. Number three, and finally, as I close, no weapon formed against you shall prosper right? The enemy can do all that he can to stop you. He's going to try, but he can't. He can't stop you, especially if you're born again. Once you're born again, no attack, no curse, no hex, no vex, no spell, no work of divination, no witchcraft can, can work against you. You're born again. You're covered with the blood of Jesus. In Luke 10, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the sky. He is the enemy, but know that I have given you more power than Satan has. I have given you the power to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by in any means harm you. Let me give that to you from the Rick Pena version. This is Luke chapter 10 verses 18 and 19, Rick Pena version. It's like Jesus was saying, listen, I know Satan has power, but I want you to know that you have more power than he has. I was there when he got kicked out of heaven. <laughs> I was there. I saw him fall. <laughs> like lightning from the sky. I know the power that he has, but I want you to know that I've given you more power than he has. I have given you power to trample over him and his minions. Everything Satan has is under your feet. Nothing shall by any means harm you. You have been deputized to operate in my name. So as I close, last point, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I read for you Isaiah 54 and 17. This means two things. Number one, it means that God never said the weapon would not be formed. So the weapon may be formed. I mean, there are going to be weapons that are formed against you. There are going to be people who attack you. You may get attacked more now that you're born again than before. But number two, God just said that the weapon formed against you would not prosper. So either the weapon is going to be formed against you and, and it'll be destroyed. Or watch this. This is the last point. Good point. If it looks like the weapon is prospering, then it's not against you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. So if the attack looks like it's working, then it's actually not happening to you. It's happening for you. So God is going to turn that thing around for your good. So if it looks like the attack is working, that obviously is not against you. God is going to turn it around for your good. I hope that you were encouraged today. I hope that you were encouraged to remain in faith, to look up and not down, and to remind yourself that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to speak this over your life. Say this, say, Father, no devil, demon, or demonic force has any power over me. No hex, vex, sorcery, or spell can touch me. If any virus, negative bacteria, disease germ, or anything else that is not for my good touches my body, or the bodies of my family members, I declare that it dies instantly. Because I'm not on this planet doing my own thing. I am living down here, representing you, Father, so no weapon formed against me shall prosper. If the attack looks like it's working, <laughs> it is because you are going to turn it around for my good. Which is why I say, Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. 
click on the subscribe button and then you know put in your email address there and you'll get all my notes every day for free. Listen, this is a message you got to remind yourself of that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, that God can take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for your good. Be encouraged. God is still God and God still has plans for you. And maybe it caught you off guard, but it would never catch God off guard. God was prepared and now he's preparing you for what he prepared. Leave me some comments in the chat. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.